What's up, world? I'm Cameron Ra, your host on the Upgrade America podcast, arguably the greatest show on earth. I'm here with CJ the Day Slayer. What's goody, broski? I'm here. I'm present. I'm ready. Let's do this, man. So, yo, everyone, thanks for liking, subscribing, tuning into the channel. We really appreciate everyone supporting our efforts, you know. But uh, we want to give back to you. So we're going to bribe you guys to watch our show a little bit more. So we got a challenge this week. We're giving away a what? $25 gift certificate to Amazon. So pretty much uh, in the podcast, I'm going to ask CJ, the day slayer over here, what one of his favorite Thanksgiving dishes is. I'm going to tell my favorite Thanksgiving dish. And then I'd also like to hear from you what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is. Because we got to see if people are really listening to our podcast or if we're just talking to ourselves. And there's no better way than to, to bribe the audience, right? <laughs> just when you hear that, write it down, hit it in the comments. And then, you know, we'll get back to you. And the first person to do that is going to get a prize. So, yeah. Any opening remarks? Nah, we ready. We about to talk about Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. Shit. <laughs> so, I mean, um, there's what we've been taught in school and in so-called history. And then, you know, there's an alternate history. And there's, I don't want to say there's conflicts, but there seems to be, uh, it seems to be pretty watered down. So, I guess I'll go high level over what. I, at least what I've been taught in school. Okay. The pilgrims, they came to America because they were seeking religious freedom. And when they came to America, they came on hard times. And the Native Americans, they're not Indians. India is way, 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 way over east, uh, you know, different region. But anyways, the Native Americans, they helped them out. They helped, taught them how to farm and they hooked them up with food and everything along that nature. And then... They just came together and had a feast, and you know everything was hunky dory. But um, I think it's a bit more complicated than that. You want to elaborate? Nah, I, I basically what you described is what I was taught also in school, and it's weird as you get older, you start understanding and learning gaining experience you'd be like oh no they left some stuff out like ah the stuff out yeah you know, um, pox blankets you know things of that nature yeah how about that um okay so i'm on the history.com uh link okay. um they're still trying to figure out when was the first thanksgiving but um it's yeah, the th- thursday of every november okay now, I've heard uh, it's uh, as early as 1621, I think. Yes. And then, but it wasn't implemented until 1863 by Abraham Lincoln. You're talking about like as a national holiday. Exactly. Gotcha. And let me see. So Abraham Lincoln did that. Um, Let's see. Let's see. You already covered the religious freedom, trying to discover the new land. But did you know items that are on the menu that are not discussed at all are lobster, seal, and swans? You took that right out because I am a lobster connoisseur. 
Mm-hmm. And I was I, I did that digging that research and I was actually quite shocked to find that yes, on the first meal they were serving lobster. So I would kinda like to incorporate that tradition into my own uh, Thanksgiving meals. Well, I think ironically a lot of people do use seafood. I know this yeah. past weekend, uh, we had like a pre Thanksgiving meal because we're not gonna see each other and my mom incorporated shrimp, so yeah, I think people are a little more diverse with Shrimp their cool, But I want some, because they stuff lobsters and they stuff it with stuffing. So, mm-hmm. like, not, um, yeah, I want to stuff lobster. Something that's considered. But, yeah, I was pretty shocked to learn that, too. But, hold on, there's actually quite a, took a screenshot of what they were serving on here. Okay. Give me one moment. So. According to what is traditionally known as the first Thanksgiving, then that's the one that occurred in 1621, the feast between the pilgrims and the Wampanoag. And this was at Plymouth Colony. So they're eating waterfowl, venison, which is like, um, it's deer. And they had ham and they had that lobster fest. They had some clams, berries, fruit, pumpkin, and squash. And they also noted that there is a plethora of wild turkeys. You know, they were very common out there, and they had them. But, yeah, they're getting their lobster on in 1621. That's pretty impressive. But, um, again, we, we, we kind of went over the glossy version given, yeah. but there's, a, as we mentioned, it's a bit more complicated than that. Well, basically, with that tribe that you mentioned, Mm-hmm. 50 years, they did have peace and cooperation and community. But then things turned for the left. They went crazy. Now, um, is this prior to... Because, again, I, I did some brief research on there, and I know that there is a... What caused some static was that the pilgrims, or it may have been the pilgrims or some other settlers, were actually kidnapping Native Americans as slaves. I and think so. They're actually taking them to the um, to to Europe. You you're familiar with Squanto? Yes, very key figure in this situation. Indeed, indeed. But it's like I, I learned a little bit about him and, and and how more or less he was taken. He was kidnapped essentially. You know, when he was a kid, taken to Europe. He learned English over there. His master let him go, sent him back to to America, New World, whatever. And um, his tribe was wiped out. They got killed by some sort of plague, some sort mm-hmm. of disease. And so he was just like, oh. And then like the, you know, the neighboring tribe that was there, they took him in, but they're skeptical, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So European and speaking, he's speaking English and everything. But at the same time, I guess they seen like him being able to translate. That's a that's an asset. So they took him in, and. Um, he was able to meet with some of the, the settlers when they first landed, but I'm. I'm no, that's good stuff. I'm, I'm, that part of the story, I know there's a bit more to it. Well, I have a little said, bit. Yeah, because you said something. When did it get bad? You said there, the relations were, were getting bad. Well, I know. All right. Well, another thing that you mentioned, Squanto is very key to this um, union. Well, um, he taught the pilgrims basically how to cultivate corn, extract mm-hmm. sap from maple trees, catch fish in rivers, avoid poisonous plants. 
He also helped uh, the settlers align with the Winnipeg local tribe. And that's what we were talking about. Like 50 years, they were good. Um, we do know the pilgrims did bring over diseases that affected the Native Americans. What they brought over from Europe. I think it said scurvy, smallpox. What was the other things that they brought over? Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't scurvy merely caused by lack of uh, vitamin C? Possibly. I would I have think to look Because it's like a lot of people on ships, they get scurvy because, you know, they don't have access to that citrus. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, but definitely the smallpox. But my understanding, they weaponized uh, some of that disease. Like when they did have some beef, they mm-hmm. had some beef with them. They, they, they deliberately gave them uh, the diseases on the blankets so they could wipe them out, essentially. Yeah, another thing too with the menu, they didn't have desserts back then. Well, you got berries and pumpkin. Well, I mean like pies, cakes, and other desserts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's something I didn't know. You, you just don't hear about that part. I mean, they, they have bare minimal resources, you know what I mean? At the same time, I'm so impressed they managed to get some lobster, like. <laughs> but they were in New England, so I mean. Yeah, but you gotta do some what? You gotta do some diving, or you throw some cages into the water. I don't know how you acquire lobster. Uh, so dangerous. It's still so dangerous in the 21st century to acquire lobster. Well, uh, back in colonial times. But yeah, they had some. Um, they had their 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 turbulence. There's a. I'm trying to find like what happened. Something happened where they just was like, "All right, this is not working." Then they started beefing. Cause that's what I read. They like okay, so some settlers came. Things were cool for a while. Then someone started taking the tribal people, and then I started some beef. And then I think the pilgrims came. So maybe it wasn't the pilgrims that did it, it mm-hmm. before them. And then um, it's it, it started some beef and. There was that. Yeah, yeah, probably have to dig a little deeper, guys, on that one. <laughs> but um, I did get a poem, okay, by a Native American about their perspective of Thanksgiving. I'd like to hear that. Um, it's called "Suppressed Speech" by one Sutta Frank B. James. Let's mm. see. Here. Um, I can also put that link in there in the notes. I try to read through this. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, I speak to you as a man, as a Winnipeg man. I'm a proud man, proud of my ancestry, my accomplishments won by strict parental direction. You must succeed. Your face is a different color in this small Cape Cod community. I am a product of poverty and discrimination from these two social and economic diseases. I and my brothers and sisters have painfully overcome and to some extent we have earned our, no, earned the respect of our community. We are Indians first, but we are termed good citizens. Sometimes we are arrogant, but only because society has pressured us to be so. It is with mixed emotion that I stand here to share my thoughts. This is a time of celebration for you, celebrating an anniversary of a beginning for 
the white man in America, a time of looking back of reflection. It is with a heavy heart that I look back upon what happened to my people. Even before the pilgrims landed, it was common practice for explorers to capture Indians, take them to Europe and sell them as slaves for 220 shillings apiece. Wow. The pilgrims had hardly explored the shores of Cape Cod for four days before they had robbed the graves of my ancestors and stolen their corn and beans. Mort's relation describes a searching party of 16 men. Mort goes on to say that this party took as much of the Indians' winter provisions as they were able to carry. Masuit, the great sachem of Winnipeg, uh, knew these facts, yet he and his people welcomed and befriended the settlers of the Plymouth Plantation. Perhaps he did this because his tribe has been had been depleted by an epidemic, or his knowledge of the harsh oncoming winter was the reason for his peaceful acceptance of these acts. This action by Massuit was perhaps our biggest mistake. We the Winnipeg, I think I'm saying it wrong, welcome you, the white man, with open arms, little knowing that it was the beginning of the end that for 50 years were to pass, the Winnipeg would no longer be a free people. What happened in those 50, well, short 50 years? What has happened in the last 300 years? So yeah, this is, it's more to it, but that's like the beginning of it. When was it written? 1970. It was delivered at Plymouth, Massachusetts. So you really had me thinking this was written by someone who was like around back then. But, yeah, um, I was thinking cover, that too. When it I did cover a lot of the events uh, historically that were cited, as far as um the um, how do you say the first interactions between uh, the Europeans and, and, and the natives, and um, they did mention too about them robbing the graves. And uh, stealing the corn, but it it goes to show, you know, these religious separatists, like, and we all we look at people, you know, like they maintain some sort of purity, but under certain conditions, human beings can be very brutal, um, violent creatures, and they do what they do to survive. But that was a very interesting note. The poem was was uh, very interesting as well. Yeah, and but, it's uh, in that, but I'll put the link in the notes. Like, it's way more uh, explicit and more detailed, the rest I can, of it. I can only imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> On Squanto, I heard he had, like, for the tribe that he went to, like, mm-hmm. I guess he, like, try to cause a rebellion or something like that because he's like yeah i can speak both tongues and mm-hmm. i can cause the the white man to go to war with the natives at, at any time and i think i don't recall how that ended but you talking about Swanto, right yeah yeah that he was one he spoke flu he spoke fluent yeah mm-hmm. um, I'm I, don't, not sure. I don't recall uh how, how that ended with him but i did uh doing this research on alternate Thanksgiving. That's something I stumbled upon. Well, it's pretty interesting. But, um, you, so the, the pilgrims, they landed in Massachusetts, more or less. 
So yeah. what happened to the pilgrims? Like, what culture of today shares their ancestry? Like, that part, just going off the top of my head, I, when you asked that question, I was thinking, I was like, most of our laws are written based on Puritan ideals. Mm -hmm. So I would say the first thing that came to my head was like, they were kind of the architects of like America, besides Ooh. other that contributed to Puritan. I do want to interject. Um, so, you know, uh, going back to King George, it's mm -hmm. really pretty much um, they asked to get the permission to go to the New World, and they had this contract. Mm -hmm. Long story short, they didn't land where they were supposed to land, so it kind of rendered the first contract null and void because it didn't apply to that colony. So they mm -hmm. actually landed a bit, you know, further north, I guess mm -hmm. of, um, because of northern tides or river currents what have you and they ended up doing something new it was called the mayflower constitution or the mayflower compact or something like that Interesting. And out, that is the first constitution like ever gotcha. right? and I, I guess our constitution was kind of modeled off of there as you mentioned the, the oh. connection between puritan laws and our, our current laws of today but if you're saying like, um, I suppose then the people who are dwelling in Massachusetts, like long-term generations, and they would be the, the ancestors of the Puritans or the Pilgrims. Yeah, I'd be curious. I would be really be curious to see like what they're up to now, like how much of the history do they know? Um, <laughs> what connections had they made between them and uh, Native Americans that? around that area do they have do they know any stories from their ancestors somehow i think that would be fascinating it would be it's uh, i'm very curious to see uh as you mentioned the the one tribe was wiped out but i'm curious to see how the tribes who were around then as well because the the wom and i'm butchering it and i'm sorry yeah, but uh let me give it another shot um um Ugh. The Wampanoag, the Wampanoag, like, my understanding is they were totally wiped out. They eventually, they got wiped out. I could be mistaking them with another tribe, but I'm curious about the other tribes, if they're still around today, if they did receive reparations from the, from the federal government. Yeah. Uh, what, what else is going on, too? Um... <clears throat> Did learning, I'm going to ask you a question. Did learning all the history of Turkey Day change how you look at the holiday? Um, yeah. It's, um, it is, um, has some connection to, to violence and, um, to some atrocities and, to some extent, I get like they're doing what they had to do to survive, but um, to celebrate it benevolently, like it's uh, no sacrifices, no compromises are being made. That was a bit of ignorance. Now that as I've aged and become wiser, I get it, and I understand. Um, you know, pilgrims doing what they had to do. They got family. They got they got to do. You know. And it's, it still doesn't change my perception of, of being thankful in it that, like, I feel more informed, more advised, 
but at the same time it's like um, you've seen good religious people do what they had to do you know to put food on their table like it, it could very well be you or me so I'm not um, gonna judge them but doesn't change much eat food with your family and, and be even more grateful you know that we didn't have to go through that toil and and, and, and struggle like you know <laughs> what the the both the pilgrims and the, the natives had to endure so and we get to eat lobster <laughs> something to be thankful for what about you um, I'm kind of along the same lines. I think as I've aged and I have more control of where I can go and what I can do, I tend to be more friend-based when I do celebrate. Like whoever's local, we all kind of celebrate. And then it's been trends of people calling it Friendsgiving instead of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Not to offend Native Americans because Native Americans I think from what I was reading, some of them use this as a day of mourning versus mm-hmm. celebrating. I know a guy at work who is a, a mechanic that was contracted with us would say, I fucking hate Thanksgiving. Why? Shit. Well, he's Native American, so yes, he's yes, I know. a certain but way, you know. He, um, so he associates all the atrocities that occur to his people and he just compacts it into one day. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I happened to discover it last, I think it was last year. Like, we were talking, I was like, oh, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Because based off appearance, I wouldn't have known he was Native American until mm-hmm. I brought up Thanksgiving. I didn't know Elizabeth Warren was a Native American based off of appearances either. But, you know. Well, you know, I mean, you, you got some questionable historical events to lead you to believe that not everybody's Native American to say that. So I was kidding. I was <laughs> poking fun at it. They not made a joke. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it kind of took me aback a little bit because when he said it, he, it was very visceral. Like he was like, "Fuck that shit," you know. And I was like, "Oh." And um, I was like, okay. And then after that, it made me think, well, you know, how do I feel about Thanksgiving? And I just kind of kept it in the back of my head. And, um, uh, like I said, I get it. I'm yeah. an avid student of history, but it's like, I'm not going to compress all the feelings of, uh, you know, all the bad things of history and, and, and use it as a day of, like, Use a day that we, we have. Use it for something good. You know, yeah. I'm not um, I'm not I'm not going to dwell on. Do I dwell on slavery the entire month of February? No. Like, yeah. uh, it's like use let's use it for for something good. So I'll still celebrate the holiday, but I do admire the the changing of the name, and I do while it's so ever slightly, it's still significant. Calling it Friendsgiving, or I think what would be better, let's friends and family day yeah i like friends and family giving friends and family day like just a slight change from um you know changing uh columbus day to concatenating it with uh indigenous american day like that made a lot of people happy 
or uh, in in the Native American culture, but mm-hmm. just like yeah, the tradition can still stay, meaning the tradition of being off, eating with friends and family, stuff like that. But because the holiday, as we mentioned, it, it is tied to uh, you know biological warfare, genocide, and all like this stuff. Like <laughs> perhaps just a slight change. Other name may may make some um, make everyone enjoy it more. I just laugh how you just like slipped all that in there, like um, like those drug commercials when they say oh, side effects include side effects may cause paralysis, <laughs> paralysis, and death. <laughs> um, what else? What else we got? Any questions for me? What else you got? Yeah, yeah. Let me hit you. So, um, how has Thanksgiving changed from when you were a child until now? Like, not necessarily what we just discussed with like your perception of it. But like, I'll give you an example. Okay. When I was a kid, nothing was open on Thanksgiving. Like if you, oh, you forgot the turkey baster, you're out of luck because nothing is open for you to get anything. Now, 2019 and and, and a couple years before, everything was open. Oh, you forgot this? Go to Walmart. Oh, you got this? Go there. And then what? Guess what? Now all the stores are open after Thanksgiving. So you can waddle your turkey stuffed self to it and you know spend it all. So my question, throwing that back to you, like what what other observations have you noticed about Thanksgiving? Um, yeah, consumerism. Mm. Uh, um, that is amp- matter of fact. Another thing is, when Halloween comes, once it's over. They're already talking about Christmas. They're actually skipping over Thanksgiving. They're not even talking about Thanksgiving. Really, what, what type of um, Thanksgiving is not so much a retail holiday. Like, yeah, grocery stores you ball yeah, out at the grocery so, store. But I mean, like Christmas is you can mark it off of the how do you say the direct decorations, the trees, and everything. Let alone the countless gifts. Yeah, Christmas. So yeah, you, you spend a lot of put a lot of energy into into Christmas. I say that's the biggest, a biggest observation observation for me is like you said, availability of going to store on Thanksgiving. It used to be everything was closed. Yeah. Another thing is Black Friday, which is a consumer holiday basically that goes on in the U.S. where people go crazy, um, getting the best deals or whatever. That has been earlier and earlier over the decades like now it's the point like earlier in like time on black friday or you talking about like starting on thursday on thanksgiving like if i'm correct there's some probably retail outlets or stores that probably will start black friday like monday compared to thursday or friday well friday right after thanksgiving maybe it's because you know what happened like a woman was in Walmart and she beat a lady with a baby. Mm-hmm. Like Black Friday is crazy. Like it was crazy. I remember I did it once and mm-hmm. then said I'm never doing this again. But it's like um I'm, I can only assume that you know if you stretch it out, you won't have all that madness on, on one day cuz I, I imagine uh these uh businesses they take they eat some losses with lawsuits and and things of that nature when it gets crazy and on Black Friday. Uh, who could say? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the hook though, because of online competition like Amazon, yeah. that that's why they have the doorbuster specials where you gotta be present to get the discounts. So that's where the mayhem and chaos comes from is you gotta be present, you're there, you're already aggravated, you're out there in the cold or whatever your situation is, it's crowded. Everybody has the same objective to get that deal. You know how that goes. But what do you stand again? Like, what is the percentages? Like, 50%, 60%? Yeah, something like that. It depends on what the item is. Usually it's like TVs, laptops, game systems, um, anything like kind of more high value, I guess, is what people tend to go for. My understanding is like you just, from a retail perspective, is like you're getting all the old stuff out. And then it's just like make room for the new. Basically, that's what I kind of came to the conclusion. You getting like a 2018 model or 2019. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, that 2020 about to come. And it has a cappuccino machine built into the side. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think just the consumerism of it is like, you know, like, oh, that's ridiculous. That's the biggest thing I've noticed. I've noticed that too. It's a subtle change. Yeah. Um I think we pretty much covered all my questions for you, man. I got one more for you. Alright. So I guess this is uh where our listeners earn their money. Oh yeah, something like that. Bling bling bling, pay attention. <laughs> so CJ, do you cook for Thanksgiving? No. I have <laughs> smoke the turkey i love smoked turkey that's my one of my favorite foods on thanksgiving and cornbread dressing only if they're made by my mom especially oh, cornbread dressing tell me about this cornbread dressing well it's like cornbread but it's dressing but it tends to be more moist like okay. it's like uh more digestible you don't need milk to like drink right behind eating it do you know um, what i've recently fell, fell in love with what cornbread stuffing they make That's the probably stuff. the same thing. People call it different shit. It's regional. Regional. So, and so what you're talking about is stuffing, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you could. It's interchangeable between dressing and stuffing. Okay, so then yeah, so then you and me, we got the same dish. Like, so would you say that's your favorite one? That and smoked turkey. Those um, two. shout out to uh, to my broski Travis. He um. He's from North Carolina. Okay. He put me on the deep fried turkey for a long time. He used to deep fry this turkey, oh lord. And it was heavenly. But uh, I did enjoy that. But I can honestly say right now, my two favorite dishes, it's the close between candy yams with like all the trimmings and how do you say marshmallows on top is a must. Okay, okay. But as I mentioned, uh, or as you mentioned, rather, the cornbread dressing slash stuffing, I'm in love with that. I've had it at Whole Foods. Shout out to my sister, Claudine. She made some uh, last year. That mm-hmm. was incredible. It changed my perspective on stuffing. Yeah, so, stuffing's awesome, bro. If you do it right, like, it's amazing. But uh, I don't cook. I think uh, perhaps in the future I may do the lobster thing, incorporate yeah. that into a Thanksgiving cool. tradition. 
and knowing that the history be, behind it is like yeah i think i want to do that but um so yeah for our listeners out there cornbread stuffing i suppose you'd have to say cornbread stuffing times two because that's like yeah some of our uh yeah that's favorite. probably my favorite now and then like second but we're just saying one yeah cornbread stuffing I I should say the yams, since um you know, make a make them work and get two answers. There's a viewer out there who's like they just listen to up there and be like, "Up, I found my answer. I'm not listening to this show." But yeah, so for whoever's getting the money, it's cornbread stuffing and candy yams with the marshmallows on top. Ching ching. Leave a comment below and get paid. Hey. So, yeah, is that it for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think that's about it. That's what I got. But yeah. um, looking forward to it. Going to visit uh, the fam, get stuff. Okay. Do I don't know anything. what I'm going to do yet, actually. Mine's kind of up in the air because I kind of did a pre-Thanksgiving already. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I got to see my friends locally will be cooking, so I might what tradition of house hopping where you go to everybody's house to go eat so <laughs> i might do that. i don't know we'll see but it's like again i like the concept of uh friends and family friends yeah. and family day like and then perhaps uh, i would change the name of the next holiday black friday i think we'll call it something else something um more fun i don't yeah. know I don't want to give the retail their own holiday. Like, you know, families don't have enough time, you know, as it is. Like, let's not encourage people to go out necessarily to the, the whole retail, but spend some more time with friends and family. I don't know. But yeah, thanks for everybody for hanging out with us on the Wait for it. Upgrade America podcast. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a real pleasure, man. I love it. We're out here doing this for you. Thank you. Keep supporting the channel. We got Patreon, all that. Thank you to all zero followers on Patreon. Love <laughs> it. But not serious, guys. Check the link. Um, subscribe. But um, I forgot. If you don't want to uh, donate directly, you know, to the Upgrade America podcast, we got affiliate marketing. So we'll leave the links below. If you're buying something from Amazon. Buy it through this link. It will cost you nothing. But uh, Amazon, Mr. Bezos, we go back to like 88. He breaks me off a little piece of the sale, you know, and it supports the channel. But do check Robinhood as well. I'm posting the link for that. All you have to do, open a Robinhood account, throw $100 in there. You have the chance of, you're going to get one free stock. But the chance can be, it can be anywhere from 10 to $1,000. So you're gonna make a, a guaranteed ten dollar profit just for just for doing that, and also it supports uh it supports our channel. So uh, if you want to help us out, yeah, just do some affiliate marketing, and you know, catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Yo, what's going on? It's CJ the Day Slayer from the Upgrade America podcast. And this is the holiday podcast. We're talking about the real history or the real story of Thanksgiving. Hope you guys enjoy. We got a gift for you since it's gift giving season. 
Um, definitely pay attention in the podcast to find out our favorite dishes. If you get them right, the first one to respond on social media will get a $25 Amazon gift card. That's for our supporters and people who've been tuning in, listening. Uh, We appreciate you guys, especially our Europe crew, um, Australia out there, and then, of course, America. Um, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and thank you for supporting. Peace.